Hi everyone, my name is Abby Desordi and I am currently a college student at the University of Carroll and that is located in Waukesha, Wisconsin. I am studying psychology and Spanish and today I am just going to be starting this little mini-series on social psychology and the psychology of prejudice. So we all hear the term prejudice all the time, I'm sure we have, but it's really hard to know all that goes along with it and know that specific um, definition. So the definition that social psychologists use of prejudice is generalized attitude towards a member of a group. Social psychology is super into looking at an individual in the context of the group that they are in. And when we're thinking about prejudice, we usually go along with the ABCs of social psychology, and those are affect, behavior, and cognition. The affect is prejudice, behavior is discrimination, and cognition is those stereotypes that we ultimately form. So today we're going to look into a little bit the affect, which is the prejudice of it. So I already let you guys know um, of the definition of prejudice. But when we are talking about prejudice, there are actually two different kinds of prejudice that we um, can experience. And those are explicit and implicit prejudices. So explicit is ones that um, are we are aware of. Those feelings that we know that we have and the prejudices that we are aware of. Um, if you think of an example, I could be prejudicial towards people who were not born in Wisconsin, where I was born. Um, they just aren't as good as me because they didn't get to grow up with tons of cheese, which is such a crazy thing to say, but that's just how my opinion and how I categorize people who are not like me. So an implicit prejudice is feelings that we are not aware of. And as you maybe could tell, that makes it really hard for us to know that we have a prejudice and to not judge people based on our own feelings. But because they're implicit and we don't really know that we have them, we judge constantly. And we are always ready to make an opinion an unconscious opinion about people who are not the same as us and not in our in-group. When I think of implicit prejudice, I think of the IAT. And the IAT, um, I believe it's on the website in the activities. You can take some IATs for yourself so that you can get a measure of your implicit um, biases and any prejudice that you may be unaware of as they are implicit. And uh, I like to think about that and because we don't know that we have these different things, but that quiz allows us to determine some of those biases that we have. It's kind of a debate right now, um, at least among people that I know, if the IIT actually measures prejudice. And I would say absolutely. Um, based on my own results of that, and I'll get into that, my or I'll get into my own results in another podcast just a little bit later on that you can see, um, or sorry, listen to, I guess. 
Uh, but I definitely agree with the IAT, and I think that it was very eye-opening to some of the prejudices that I had, but I will go into that a little bit later on. So without talking about my own results of the IAT, um, I'll just say that people do agree with it because it is that um, unconscious inference and unconscious association that you're making, and you can go ahead and try that out again. I'll just plug that quiz real another time. Um, but also, there are people that don't agree with the IAT because those automatic responses aren't predicting the behaviors and the inferences and prejudices and connections that you've been making in the real world. And I can definitely agree with that, that you can't model a real life example well or as well as it could be through an experiment online or even in person because we're taking in um, different factors and we're not being immersed in that situation. But I would say regardless, I think the IIT works because we're able to see those little behaviors and we're able to see that discrimination that we have or those discriminatory behaviors that we are seeing. Um, and that's something that comes up later in other research that people have done using um, the IIT as a basis for if they have prejudice or not. And in social psychology, uh, as we were told, that is... A measure of prejudice when people say yes our participants took the IIT to measure their prejudice you don't even bat an eye because it's just one of the best ways to measure prejudice even though people don't always agree with it um, I think that it is a great way to see those attitudes on those race or gender or um, different biases that we all have so when we talk about these implicit biases that we have, there are some dire consequences that can come about, um, and those are discriminatory behaviors. Um, as we were saying with the ABCs, the affect is the prejudice, and that behavior can turn into discrimination. So um, one study that was done... <laughs> So we saw participants, they were asked to look at different applications for a university and these applicants were um, given stereotypical white or black names and the participants were then asked to recommend these students for admittance into the university. So we they found out that the students didn't discriminate with the test scores and the references but those who had a bias on the AIT were more likely to recommend a white student or one with a stereotypical white name. Um, so we can see that that prejudice that we have, it's that affect that carries over into our behaviors, just as we saw with these participants admitting people into universities. Another example of a study that was done um, was... Um, identifying and looking at the shooter bias. So law enforcement officers um, were supposed to fake shoot um, these different images and they were a mixture of white and black people um, and some of them were armed and some of them were not armed. It was found that police officers were more likely to shoot unarmed black men. Those were the most amounts of incorrect shooting was the unarmed black men. So we have 
those prejudices and those biases just kind of hanging out underneath everything that we do that influence our behaviors, which give some discriminatory behaviors. So those prejudices, those biases hang out underneath um, in our subconscious. And once those are um, activated, it's going to influence our behavior and how we perceive and treat members of that group that we are prejudiced or implicitly prejudiced towards. So now that we talked a little bit about implicit biases, implicit prejudices, um, let's talk about a little bit of what causes prejudice. And one of the biggest um, sources of prejudice that makes the most sense to me is categorization. So we categorize everything that we see. Our perceptive systems are so great at that. They look at one thing and they're like, oh, that's exactly what that is. And we'll put it into this category, A, B, or C or whatever, to help us make sense of it. And we do that using our availability bias and heuristics and biases. And this happens even when the groups are meaningless. Um, there was a study done where individuals looked at two different pieces of abstract art and then decided which one they looked better and then were put into a group based on their liking of that art and they were just meaningless pictures just random blobs as most modern art is um, abstract art my apologies and we saw prejudices and in-group bias arise even in that when it was just crazy different colorful blobs on a piece of paper so in real life we categorize people based on prejudices and that's just what brings about the prejudice we tend to group people who are not in our in-group those people that are most like us and the ones that we have preference for those that are not in that group as outsiders and as all the same and we kind of judged them because they're not like us. Another way or another source of prejudice is the media. We are constantly exposed to the media and we're exposed to the media's interpretation of different things and what constitutes a bad guy and even in like little kids tv shows bad guys are perceived or they're colored darker um and that's just what you think of when you think of a bad guy you think of something dark and that little prejudice goes into our behaviors and our discriminatory behaviors as we grow up another source of prejudice is competition um and we saw a study done where they had um boys at a summer camp broken up into two groups they were either the rattlers or the eagles and they had different competitions between the groups throughout the week and there was a large prejudice and a large um, perceiving as their own group as better than the other and that's just based on what group they were assigned randomly at the beginning of the summer not based on what they look like or what they believe and if that small of a thing can cause prejudice just imagine how great of a prejudice that we can form because someone is different than us and not just because they're in a different group but because they look different than us or believe something different than us and i see that we are running out of time but um i'll just wrap up with this 
that prejudice is kind of the first step to that discriminatory and stereotypical behavior and thoughts that people tend to have um but we'll come back in um, a couple days and you can look at some of the ways to try to reduce prejudice and then be sure to turn or tune in in the next couple days for the next upload of my own results of the iit and my own prejudices thank you